This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You know, in all the Mariners, you know, finish up May 17 and 11, you know, on, on paper, you would, you would love this. You'd love this a lot. Um, but how many of those games were against the Oakland A's? Uh, but also you got to beat those teams. Um, it just, this homestand being seven, seven and three and 17 and 11, which is an improvement from April. You'd be, you'd think you'd be really, really excited, but it, it's just, I don't feel like the, uh, the emotions or the feelings really match, uh, what's on the paper as far as, as as what I just said right there. How about you? No, I agree. I mean, looking at the schedule up till now, this was some time to make some hay. I feel like, you know, this upcoming road trip and month ahead, you're playing a much tougher schedule. So this to me is very critical to see, are they the team that I think they are? Or are they the team that I think, that can improve um, what kind of team we got here over the next month. Cause it's going to, I think make or break them. It's going to tilt either way or the other. That's how I'm seeing it. Yeah. And speaking of improvements, uh, you know, anytime we put out or speaking of improvements, I should say uh, Jerry DePoto was of course on uh 710 uh, Seattle sports doing his, uh, Jerry DePoto show that he does every Thursday. Anytime we have a Friday episode coming out, we try to break it down a little bit. Uh, I think a lot of today's episode, if you go and check it out, um, is about, uh, you know, the homestand, the, the top of that show is, you know, taking the, hey, look at May 17 and 11. Look at the seven and three uh, homestand. We'll take it. Scott Service even said that we, we'd take it. I would too. Um, it's just kind of like the way these last couple of games with the Yankees kind of make you feel that way. Um, you know, he talked a little bit about, you know, Miller um, today being, uh, you know, like I said, in that game, looking a little bit uh, fatigued, mentioning that, like, listen, this guy hasn't pitched on this, you know, on the schedule yet. Um, but the pointed out, you know, uh, something that might remedy that is on this road trip. There are, I believe, three off days. So the, the pitcher, the starting pitchers will be getting an extra day off, which is pretty nice. I thought that was uh, interesting. What do you think about that? Yeah, any day you can get an extra day's rest with, you know, like you mentioned, the Bryce Millers 
and as well as the Logans and Kirby's who are, you know, in, early on in their careers just have started doing full seasons last year. So yeah, that's it. That, that hopefully will help them along the way because um, like I mentioned, it's pitching is going to carry them. So every advantage you can have as far as pitching, you're going to need going into these uh, upcoming games. Yeah. Then they're also talking about, you know, Julio's big improvement again, you know, since last time we recorded, I mean, he's AL uh, player of the week, the week before we've seen a significant, significant turnaround, uh, you know, and so they were kind of talking about that. And it was interesting because he was talking about like, you know, adjustments some of the hitters are making and, you know, they did a good job of like, you know, keeping Perry, Jerry pressed a little bit about like, well, what's going on with these other hitters? Uh, how, how do, how can you see some improvements? Obviously Julio's going to have a bit of advantage of an adjustment just because of his skill set. But the thing, when they were in this conversation, I thought the thing that stuck out to me was like, they were talking about Julio and the Mariners have a hitting coach. Then he has his own hitting coach. And then it comes to find out almost all these players have another hitting coach. <laughs> so I don't have a problem with it. I get it. You'd get advice from any, anywhere from anywhere else, any profession that you do. But when you're seeing the results of the Mariners uh, hitting and you hear about this, it kind of just definitely perked up my ears. What do you think about all that? Yeah, I mean, this is a conversation going for a long time with a lot of different angles. I'm just, I'm just going to go with, hey, they got, you know, their, their guys that they work with. But, yeah, I mean, the Mariners have two hitting coaches that, I mean, I, I know I'm babbling, but I, I don't really got anything to say. I mean, it's just, what, what are you going to say? Fire the hitting coaches and hire these guys? You know, I, yeah. I, I don't know what to say. Sorry. It's just like one of these things. Yeah, it just, that's my exact reaction to it. I go, well, okay, well, then whose fault is it? You know, <laughs> kind of. But, uh, uh, but then he, he also mentioned that almost this is a, a league-wide thing now. So... Um, cause I've, if I, that's what I was waiting to hear. If this was one of these Mariner things that they came up with, I was going to go, it's not working. But when well, I heard if, it was, go ahead. No, my, my feeling with this, and I would say this to Jerry with what you just said is, well, it's a whole league. Well, why don't you give yourself a better chance and give yourself better odds by getting more better players, you know? So you have a better chance of guys regress like they kind of have this year. You got something to fall back on, but. That's just how I would look at it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and also, DePoto was talking about, um, you know, he was asked a bit about, like, okay, it's it's June now. What's this free agency – or not free agency. What's the trade uh, situation looking like? When's it going to ramp up? Explain, like, this is kind of like the check-in time, and it's going to slow up a little bit around the draft, and then it's going to pick back up uh, when asked, uh, you know, like basically, like, what kind of big moves are out there? He's kind of, you know, just they're staying the course of going like, hey, we're, you know, unless we're getting somebody, you know, don't expect something big. It seemed like like Castillo, unless they are somebody that's going, they can, you know, get to stay here for a while. They're not going to go so big on on the on the rentals. But at least very, I was I was at least happy to hear that they acknowledge, hey, we need to get more hitting. Uh, which is like no shit, but it seemed like he kept dancing around that 
in uh, previous episodes where he was like, it's all about help within. So at least there seems to be a little bit of crack in the armor when um, talking about that. Yeah, with Jerry, I don't know. I just, I asked, well, who do you have to trade for to get somebody that's good? You know, you took four of your top prospects to get a Luis Castillo. You know, he said they're not going to get that top end guy. Um, are they going to have, I mean, they're going to have to trade away somebody to get somebody in return to help you out as far as hitting. It's going to be real interesting to see what might or might not happen. I'm, I'm thoroughly intrigued because I don't see at this point who they could go out and get that could really help them without giving away a, a crucial piece in their farm. But, you know, uh, we'll see. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, because I don't th- you do not you do not want to get rid of Harry Ford. Uh and uh I, I he was talking up a little bit about uh I believe it was uh Campbell and Adcock and Prelander Baroa, which we're expecting to see him sometime this season. I guess like I mean, I don't guess. I mean, I guess your where your surplus is 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 these arms. I guess that's where it would be. Um yeah, Maybe. that's the only place. That's about the only place. And, you know, I I mean, to him saying like, hey, we're not going to try to get like one of these, you know, bigger name rental bats, which doesn't make sense for us unloading stuff, which I, you know, I, I can, I think we both can agree. We don't want to do that. We've seen that enough. But at the same time, uh, you know, on these, you know, he calls them under the hood guys with the expiring contracts it doesn't seem like there's going to be as many of those bats out there that's what uh it seems that seems to be the talk just around mlb that you know, there's not going to be a lot of offense you know that is just jumping out that's available which again you know makes you go you know what you, you should have went and spent more money uh your team that organization that's only been to the playoffs once in 21 years you got to overpay and you got to you got to get the people in here and this is kind of the result of when you can't take care of that hey totally agree with you man i mean that's part of the reason that burns me so much is you know they've in my opinion two years ago overachieved last year you know um played up to what they should and they succeed and got in the playoffs you know after back-to-back years of really good play uh, maybe there's some regression, but then to think that the other teams in the league, like the you're competing with, aren't going to go out and try to improve, which they did. And then you kind of really don't and kind of go along, uh, in my opinion, going cheap and waiting to the very end to get certain guys that just are kind of off the scrap heaps. I mean, that sucks as a fan. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, it's a fan podcast, and that's that's a real feeling. And and look, to you know, be a little bit fair to them, it's like you brought in Wong, it hasn't worked. AJ Pollock, you know, that was not that hasn't worked. He's not hitting up to these; those guys aren't doing anything. Uh, you know, you got Tay Oscar, who's just doesn't seem like he can just get it going. Um, you know, you got guys that we already had too that aren't up to what they were expected to be France uh, uh, Suarez, you know, I'm not saying they're having terrible seasons, but it's, it's, 
it's it's not like what it was last year and when you just don't insure yourself by bringing in this extra bat yeah you it it like a for sure stu- stud um it sucks and then you hear people sometimes talk about well look at uh what's his name uh trey turner look at what he's doing and look oh you you want to pay for all that you're like that's two months of baseball also Anytime somebody doesn't do something somewhere else, it's like you got to think about, look, they're playing different teams. They're playing different leagues, different situations. So that doesn't tell the full story. Bottom line is I'd rather have one of those guys in here and (laughs) be complaining that we gave somebody way too much money versus one of these lower end guys that we're going, man, seven, eight, nine, 10 million. That's where I feel like Jerry and Justin didn't do their job wasn't so much the top top tier guys but we've said this a million times that second tier guys that i know we just sound like scorned lovers talking about woulda coulda shoulda right but it's you're you're right it it definitely the frustration is there and especially when you find out too it makes it worse when they're like no these other bats aren't going to be out there you know and tim kirchin's like they're going to be aggressive but it's like well the who 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 are we going to get and Ah, well, let's just hope for the best that they, they all turn around. They're about to go on this big road trip. Um, uh, there's uh, the other thing that Jerry said here was, I want to say the last thing that Jerry said was, was uh, we should be expecting Demo and Munoz back Tuesday the on the Puff for the Padres series. Uh, with that being said, what kind of moves do you see for the roster to make room for them? Um, what do you, what do you see possibly happening? Or if you were making the move, what are you making? What are you doing? Let's, let's two part question. Um, for the pitching, obviously you're going to go with one of the bullpen guys. Um, you got to look at, I don't know, Matt Festa was just brought back. So maybe it goes back down. It all goes down to options and who's, you know, playing or pitching well right now and who isn't it seems like they've kind of gone with guys that uh just trying to fill in stop gaps you know um and Munoz will be a huge stop gap um but to me it might be Festa as far as uh um uh, uh Demo uh to me it just makes sense that it'll be uh Ford he got his little call up today because he's contractually obligated to either be called up or sent or sent packing. So they called him up. So um, I would suggest I would, in my opinion, even though he'll become a free agent if he's released, uh, he makes this makes sense to um, uh, move along for more to get up. Interesting. When you bring up all of the. uh you know, the contract stuff there, I, I guess, um, you know, t- uh, I guess that's also should note Taylor Chamel goes back down to AAA, uh, hasn't had the bats up here, uh, or I shouldn't say he hasn't had the bats up here. He hasn't made, he hasn't taken advantage of the bats that he had up here. I, I will give him the benefit of the doubt. He didn't have a spring training. He only played a couple games in Tacoma before he came up here. He definitely just needs more more work, more seasoning. Uh, like to take a look at him a little bit later in the season. Uh, but uh, Mike Ford comes up, who's been crushing it down there. If you think that he's possible, if that would be the move that you do on Tuesday, then I'd hope to see him in every single game here 
in Texas at DH just to see what he's got. Um, especially if you, if you're going to have to DFA him, I was wondering what you were going to say about uh, either uh, Haggerty or uh, Colton Wong. Yeah, Haggerty's a possibility. You know, he hasn't really fulfilled the role that he kind of had last year, and um, that's just the way the season's progressed. Uh, um, the only reason I said didn't say Wong is. Um, I, they've kind of said that they're going to give Wong a chance. Uh, Justin Hollander was on la this last week, and the same question was asked, and he said, no, uh, we're going to give Colton a chance to uh, get out of it. He has a track record, blah, 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 typical Mariner freaking, um, you know, management speak that we've all heard. And so that's why I have to take them at their word. That they're gonna, I mean, this is yeah. Not, I mean, you see the keep... keyword, yeah. The keyword is track record. Colt Wong has a track record, sure. And the Mariners have a track record of making these kinds of decisions. Uh, yeah, I, I was, I, I was uh, just kind of interested in hearing what you kind of thought about that because I, when I thought about Demo, I know as a fan, the, the knee jerk reaction is get rid of whoever these other guys that have disappointed us, but um. We'll see what happens. That's going to be on Tuesday. I mean, Demo, great, you know, but it's it's not like Texas who gets Corey Seager back. Uh, but I will say the Munoz thing, and you brought it up, the Mariners' bullpen is great as, it, great as it's been. We didn't have this overpowering guy that you're just like, he's going to go out there and be a killer. That's Munoz. That's, that's, that's his role. Very happy to have him back. How about you? Yeah, he's a stopgap gap guy. I mean, if you watch the Mariners this year, they when they have come in from the bullpen and had runners on, they have not stranded them. They have most likely scored. And that's, uh, you know, no fault of their own. Or, I mean, it kind of is, but, I mean, they haven't been able to shut them down. So there's been a lot of also, you know, extra inning games where they get that runner thrown on the second and it causes a earned run, even though the numbers show, but from what I've seen, you know, when a, when a reliever comes on in the middle of an inning and not a clean inning, usually more of the times than not, they've scored. Yeah. It, and, uh, you know, having him there is going to, you know, affect and alleviate some pitchers in situations that maybe that's not the Mariners first choice. Uh, that'll be interesting to see him happy to have him back. Uh, happy to have him healthy 